Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. support podcast i am your host june colson here with my best friend michelle with one l trisha's sister don't call me shelly nope, nope the nope. one and only michelle van dusen hi michelle what? hey <laughs> look at me in blonde hair did you think that did you think i was going to come in brunette again I wasn't sure what was happening today, um, clearly, because when I clicked record and then I hit our intro video, it didn't start. Uh-huh. <laughs> so no. it's all, all all good things. So I wasn't sure during that song time, because usually what happens is if you have something to surprise me with, you during the song is when you leave yes, and, and you come back and I'm like, what are you wearing now? So I actually yeah. do want to ask you, what are you wearing? Is that like a scarf or something? Because it's very pretty. Oh, it's, um, it's just a shirt. It has like a, it ties around the neck. It's a little summer. It's a little summer. I don't normally do sleeveless because, you know, I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at myself and I'm like, if my son wants to make me mad, he'll just walk up behind me and he will squeeze that fat. And I have a bruise. I'm looking real fancy, but thanks for pointing out. Um, for our listeners, she's talking about the fat under her arm, yes, uh, her yes. arm fat, you know, the flabby part that your mother saves you when she's driving like a maniac and slams on her brakes. Yes, That's yes. the fat we're talking about. This is why God <laughs> gave me that jiggler. This, this was like, this was pre airbag, right? Like he had to give me, I don't know on your legs, it's called saddlebags. What's it called <laughs> under your arm? I don't know. If a flex, nothing happens actually. <laughs> it's bad no stop this is no one should watch this episode i'm just saying um (laughs) when i flexed it looked like arnold schwarzenegger that's what it was full on i'm super tone and thin so um and maybe or maybe not this episode might not make it to youtube where you could actually watch it we'll see we'll see what happens it's easier to be a liar when it's just audience Michelle, are you making, why is the, why is me being toned so funny to you? I'm kind of hurt. That's okay. That's okay, Michelle. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, I don't, I don't know why. It just made me laugh a lot. And I'm just really, really thankful that my boys, my children have never pinched that part of my fat um, ever. So whew, um. it fires me up. No, literally, like like my son will walk up behind me and he'll just he'll just squeeze it a little bit, just a little mm, to remind mm. me that it's there, or he'll smack the back of it and make it jiggle. <laughs> 
well, my my youngest, he likes to sneak up behind me and grab me and try to lift me. And it freaks me out. I don't know if I have just a fear of, of height or the fact that I know if that boy ever actually gets me off the ground, we're falling within seconds. So um, I try to like plant, you know, plant your feet kind of a thing, like center myself like no no no, you're not getting me so Mm -hmm. listen my kids don't try to pick me up no one tries i think i can pick her up no they look and go yeah i'm not putting my back out like my back my back's too important i just googled it though and um it seems the general uh the general consensus for the jiggly jiggly flabby stuff I got going on is bat wings. They call them bat wings. Bat wings. So. Ooh, so you're like bat girl. I am kind of a superhero with these bat wings. Girl. Kind of a yeah. Uh, yes. Oh you my are. goodness. Van Dusen. So last episode, <laughs> um, I was at the amazing Rhonda Corey's house. Yes. And um and we were twinning and that was that was awesome. That was a super fun episode. And you couldn't get control over your giggles and your laughs <laughs> no, when it came I to me can't. being brunette. So I hope you're happy that um, I'm back blonde and yes. back to my house so that we can get back in action with some yes. more amazing guest. Right. So yes. today uh, I am personally just really thrilled to have the person on the show because I say that you were my for- first laugh support. And I will say that in person, you were the first person to be supportive of me. But this person that is on the show today is the reason I even, outside of the Holy Spirit, um, that I even ventured into comedy. So I am so excited to have this guest on today. So tell us who is on the show, Van Dusen. All right. So our guest today is a full-time nationally touring female Christian comedian and keynote speaker. She's a wife, a mom, and uh, to her grandchild, she's Lolly, L-O-L-L-Y. Uh, see oh, what you did there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a Lolly. Okay, Lolly. Yeah, yeah. Wall versus Lolly. Anyway, uh, you no, may have heard. Not, you sound like you're gagging. Like, <laughs> please don't Loll, have your Loll, grandkids Lolly. call you Lolly because you know what? Here's the thing. We'll find out how how she says it when she gets up here. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> You may have heard her on Sirius XM Radio or as a host of her comedy radio segment, Laugh a Little, on iHeartRadio stations worldwide. But mostly, uh, she is a lover of Jesus Christ who saved her soul and gave her life purpose. So let's welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, the funny and fun-loving on all the peoples, Peppy Garrett. Woo, woo, woo! Good morning, ladies, my sisters! <laughs> You got the screaming goat intro, Peppy. It's official. You are on Laugh Support Season 3 with the screaming goat. We are so happy that you're here. And I'm thrilled to be here. And have you not ever heard of lollygagging? Oh, lollygagging. That was that, really quick. Yes. Yeah, so that's what that's what Michelle sounds like when she says yeah, lolly. That's, that's lollygagging. That's the origin of lollygagging. Lolly. Oh, okay, so so Michelle, have you not heard of someone like a grandparent calling themselves Lolly? No. Okay, never. so what's what's the grandpa? What does he go by? He's granddaddy. That's it. That's it. I tried. I tried June. What was he what? supposed to be though? What was he yeah. supposed to be? If you're Lolly, he's Pop. supposed to be Pop. Yeah, Lolly and Pop, Michelle. There's yeah. I think that's the cutest names for grandparents when they're Lolly and Pop. <laughs> Which is awesome. It's awesome. Because right now we're still in that whole, how do we get named 
phase. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm still like, it's grandma, but um, we'll find out. We'll find out um, <laughs> as our grandbaby grows. You're going to let the grandbaby name you? Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully she has really good diction and, you know, can speak clearly. <laughs> It could be like, or she'll be grandma. lollygagging. She will be lollygagging every time. <laughs> she does smile. She does smile every time she sees me, and she she tracks you. So, and I say she tracks you. So, like if I hand her off to Grandpa, she just watches me walk out of the room. And you can just see it. Or you just see it in her eyes. Like, what are you doing? So, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I have no grandbabies yet. Not yet. I don't. I don't even have a daughter-in-law yet. But it's going to be in my future, and I will be definitely reaching out to Lolly and whatever her name is down there. Um, to find out. <laughs> That'll be great, great at being a grandma. Okay, so Peppy, let's yeah. get started with you on laugh support. First of all, um, it, I believe it's in our very first episode. You can probably tell us because you've listened to it more recently than I have, Peppy. But um, I'm pretty sure in the first couple episodes, Michelle and I talked about our journey into comedy and how we got there. And you were a major topic of conversation for my journey. I didn't know comedy. why my ears were burning three years ago. I can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and, and here's the deal, Pickle. I believe that I'm not the only person that you have poured into like that. So just a, I will tell really fast a recap of um, when, you know, when I felt God calling me into comedy. I put my testimony on a thing called uh, the Christian Comedy Association. They had a Facebook page at the time. I just kind of put my testimony out there and was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what this is. Uh, I feel like someone in this group might understand what I'm going through, but I just wanted to say it out loud to somebody somewhere. Not long after that, Peppy sends me a message on Facebook that says, you know, that everything I was sharing was very similar to her testimony. Um, she was being very kind, supportive very busy at the moment in your life and said, you know, here's my number. Um, when I get a break, I want to call you. So that was like in the next few weeks or whatever, I'm going to call you. And then in the next few minutes, the phone actually rang and it was you, Peppy. And you were like, I, you, you were like, I, I really don't have time to make this phone call, but I just feel God laying it on my heart that I need to call you and talk to you. And you talked to me for about an hour and a half. You shared with me your, your testimony. You encouraged me to go to the CCA for the first time. And so really, technically, you were one of the first people that ever reached out to me and the reason I went to CCA in the first place. So it's a, I, I wanted to recap that as we got started because I want you to have the floor the rest of the time. But um, And I believe, I believe Leslie Robb, maybe, if I'm thinking right, she's one that you may have reached out to as well, who is one of my best friends in comedy as well. And so it's an honor to have you on the show and to be able to talk about your journey. So so just I love you and I thank you. And I tell people if they love my comedy, they can thank you. And if they hate it, it's all your fault. So you, you get to <laughs> I remember that phone call, Jim, because I remember how scared you were to tell your husband what you yeah. believe or was calling you to do. And I, I remember that for myself. Yeah, but it, all three of us are so blessed to have supportive husbands. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you but you know what? You told me something in that time, too, because I, I told you the reason why I was so fearful is my husband was the fire chief of the yes. third largest city in the state of Kentucky. And we know that doing comedy, some people think it's the coolest thing ever. And other people really roll their eyes about it and they're cynical about it and they treat you like you're, you know, 
um, maybe less than because of this career path that we're on. And so I didn't want anything to come across publicly as disrespecting my husband or, you know, demeaning his position because of maybe social stigmas. And I remember you saying to me to always be sure when I'm writing my comedy that he's always the winner in the joke. If I ever do any material to make sure it's okay with him, what the jokes are, and that he is never being punched down at, that I am always lifting him up. And if the if there's going to be a butt of a joke, to make sure that I'm the one who takes the fall and never to let my husband do that. And and I have you did. You were. It was very. It was very wise. And I wish that a lot of people write all that advice down. I might need that. <laughs> but it, but it honestly, as a spouse, as a comedian, and as a Christian comedian, it was very solid, very wise advice to someone who, at the time, I was a sponge. I was trying to figure it out. I was absorbing all the information that I could. Had God um, not. Put the right person in my path had I, you know, sought out someone and maybe in the secular world or something, I might not have been given such solid advice and information and direction. And so he definitely made sure that one of the first people in my path was someone who honored her husband, who honored her heavenly father. And so it was, uh, it was, a, it was great. It was great to have that. So with that being said, I did not know all that. I don't remember yeah. that. So, oh, I, June, I re June remembers things like forever. She's got the best memory. So like, I don't ever write anything down anymore. I'm like, June, could you remind, remind, remember this later? She's like, absolutely. So um, yeah. she never tells it back to me. She's like, I know what you said, but good luck. That's, yes, that's going to cost you. <laughs> it's a good thing unless you cross so me. You know what I mean? If you cross me, I'm never going to, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'll forgive you with the love of Jesus. Okay. So Pepe. Yeah. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your journey into comedy. Okay. So, okay. so obviously yeah. the show is called Laugh Support. So if you think back as you began in comedy and your journey into comedy, is there someone that stands out to you like you were to me in my beginning that was laugh support to you as you began? Well, for the first year, I knew no other Christian comedians. Mm -hmm. I did I was not a part of the CCA. I felt so lonely. And so my support came from people who weren't comedians. And mm -hmm. number one, that would be the Lord, because I truly believe with all my heart, he called me to do this. You know, scripture tells us when he calls us, he will equip us. He will open those doors. He will make a way. And so uh, God has definitely given me ideas that I would have never had otherwise, mm -hmm. uh, to how, how to get my comedy ministry started. And uh, he's also told me at times, or, you know, the Holy Spirit has, has convicted me. And I know, Peppy, you need to not do that ever again. <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, also my husband, talking about our husbands, um, I remember how afraid I was that we were talking about to even tell him what I believe the Lord was calling me to do. And his response was, I can see you doing that. Do you know that mm -hmm. what a fire that lit under me? Mm -hmm. under me? So anyway, he helps me write my comedy, helps me write songs. He's a good portion of my material with his blessings. And uh, he'll always ask me at the end of the show, which one of my stories did they like the best? Which one of my stories? <laughs> you know, so he, and he prays for me before every show, prays for the audience 
probably because they're having to listen to me for an hour. But it truly is such a tremendous support. I could not do it without the Lord or my husband. So no. I would have to go there first and foremost. Because um, like I said, I, I did feel so alone that I felt like I was an oddity. I didn't know there were other people like me that existed. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But so Michelle, what about you? Were you in Tulsa area? Was there a Christian comedy scene? And tell me when you met Peppy, because I know you met her long before I knew her. I met her at one of the conferences. Hmm. So I, I didn't I didn't get I wasn't blessed with one of those phone calls. Uh, you know, no mentoring at all whatsoever. <laughs> She you were in it before me, and I didn't get that phone call from you. <laughs> I didn't know what I was supposed to do with that. Uh, <laughs> who was I? Um, yeah, so so Peppy and I, we there really hasn't been a lot of like mentoring. Like I just got her phone number last week. That's what I'm saying, June. Like Peppy's like Michelle. Nah, uh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Michelle, you are the first person I laid actual eyes on in the CCA. We had been friends in the CCA group and bantering back yeah. and forth. I remember those days of bantering back and forth with so many of us, how much fun that was. And I grew mm -hmm. through all of that in my craft. You know, people say, oh, you got to get on stage, you know, but yeah, and you and I, we would banter back and forth and, and the fellowship and and the connection there and the, the family and knowing I had found my tribe. Y'all were yeah. my people and I just latched onto you, you know, but it was a whole year later before I ever got to go to a conference to meet you yeah, in person. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah, you I do remember that. Yeah, you and Dina were the first people we met. Y'all came to mine and Gary's hotel room and we just sat in there and just howled and hooted and told our jokes and, you know, we kind of fed off one another and bounced ideas off one another. And uh, so you were my support then. Yes. So, so Peppy, <laughs> you're going to have to forgive me. I don't recollect that memory at all. And really? um, yeah, which is, it, again, I, you know, I've had, I've had some issues with my memory um, not too long ago. Who knows when it started, but because uh, <laughs> I don't remember, I don't remember. Um, but I do remember meeting you and I do, uh, I do remember um, all the banter that we had um, and it was so good because you, you're, you know, it says iron sharpens iron mm -hmm. and you're so witty and, and funny that it was just any conversation we had online was always just really, really great. But I do remember you invited me to be on your radio show and that was such an honor and such a blessing. And I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you. It was my pleasure. So, yeah, so tell us about that. So you had a radio show that was. Uh... It was not a show. It was a segment within a show. Okay. And so I, I was the host of that little comedy segment. And it would be uh, two or three times on Sunday mornings. And uh, I, always, I would always feature a different comedian each time. And so I could find uh, their material, their their online videos and uh, well, that was radio, their, the audio from their videos and play that, you know, just introduce them to my audience. And so that lasted about three years. Oh, wow. Uh, that segment did. Yeah. Laugh a little is what that was called. So it was Laugh on a, a, a the largest country music, music station in our area, uh, but being on iTunes, not iTunes, 
iHeartRadio. I, <laughs> of course, it was broadcast all over. The, so it was heard all over the world, Michelle. <laughs> yep. And people are like, oh, yeah, we're going to tune into Laugh Support because we've heard this girl before. Like, that's what it is. So thank you. You've, you know, you've skyrocketed uh-huh. my career. So, um, <laughs> no, but um, I, I do want to say, though, Peppy, anytime that I do remember any of our interactions, it's always been because you really do have the heart of, um, of joy. Oh. And so every time that anyone comes across and spends any time with you, uh, it's so easy to see how you would bring the funny or the joy or the laughter to any situation. Um, so I'm just going to invite you uh, to my funeral because I think, you know, people are going to be so sad that I yeah. I have left this earth that they're going to need some peppy at that time. Oh. I'm just saying, so, you know, this is an official request. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right that down. June, will you remind yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the memory loss that people have around here. I don't know. So now we know that Michelle, our international listeners came from Peppy's radio uh, segment. <laughs> From years ago, we have international listeners, and that Michelle doesn't recall interaction with you the first time, but she wants you to be at her funeral. So you never know. I, I don't remember being in the hotel room laughing. That's okay. what I don't remember. I don't remember that part. So I'm just gonna. Well, it, so- it sounds like well, especially it is laugh support. So we usually talk about, and we'll get to that too. If you've had opportunity to mentor, or be supportive to somebody, but obviously the the radio segment, Michelle remembers that anyway very clearly, and and that is a big deal to have been given that opportunity, and you were able to do that for a lot of people. Now you said that when you began in comedy and Christian comedy, you didn't realize that there was a whole bunch of us that are, you know, uh, out there and across the country. So were there time periods where you just, you outside of your family being supportive, that you just kind of felt like you didn't have laugh support, at least in a comedy sense? I had support in the ministry. Uh, I had a network of close friends who would hold me accountable for the jokes I told. I told them if they ever heard me say anything that uh, I needed to pray about again or, you know, to adjust, to let me know. And I had them do that for me and to pray for me. Anytime I had an event or a show, they were in my corner praying for me. And I knew that Um, my my first uh, big help came from my friend Charity, who heard I had been writing some jokes, and I didn't know why I was writing them. I just believed I was supposed to be writing a comedy, and I did that for two years and didn't know what I was supposed to do with it, and she found out about that, and she said, oh, well, you're going to come be the speaker for our women's event. It's already planned. It's on the calendar, and I didn't have a speaker yet, and I said, I battled with her about that for three or four weeks, and uh, (laughs) I kept telling her no. I was scared to death, and uh, she said about... uh, a week before the date, she said, well, Peppy, I've already told him you're coming. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> friends like that, right? And yeah. so I went, and even though I wanted to just vomit, I got on that stage, and I did about 45 minutes worth of comedy with a testimony at the end. And I'm telling you, it was the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. And mm-hmm. I was hooked. I was hooked from that moment on. And then another person who really helped me a lot was a lady here that worked for our mobile press register at the time who found out about what I was doing. And one of the ideas that the Lord gave me was to do a debut comedy show in our church's cafe that seats about a hundred people. And it was, I only invited people that I believed could open doors for me. So I opened 
I invited pastors and their spouses and people on staff from other ministries and churches that I knew and uh, that packed the place out. And she wrote an article about the new comedian's, you know, venture. And I immediately got eight bookings off of her article. She came to my oh, show. Wow. Wow. And I got eight bookings. And then for several years, I kept getting trickle downs from, from those eight events. And so those are two ways the Lord just blessed me that I didn't even know I needed to be blessed, you know, and open doors for me right off the bat. Um, and then all of that took place before I ever even knew there was a CCA. Mm. And so then once I uh, became a member of the CCA, thanks to Jason Earls, he's the one that told me about the CCA. And so um, I joined the CCA and never looked back. I mean, just the family, the networking, the camaraderie, the, the accountability, you know, it's all there. And it truly is family. And so uh, I thank God so much for you two girls and so many others who have poured into me. And um, so that's that. <laughs> Jason Earls. Yeah, we've had Jason on the, the show before and. Um, just a fantastic person. What a great person to kind of introduce you to that, that comedy community. Now, when you planned this, you said that, you know, you, you invited people that you knew could open doors to other opportunities to speak. Was that, was that your idea to do that? Was that the Holy Spirit nudged you to do that? Did you have a friend yes. who was like, Hey, this is what I would do. How, how did that? No, it was an idea that the Holy Spirit gave me to have a debut comedy show and um, that was my first real event. I mean, of course, I did that event for the ladies you know, that my friend made me do. Yes, yes. <laughs> was my first real, what I would call a real show, you know. That, uh, but so, um, what I, I don't think I could come up with that idea on my own. I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> what, um, but since you said it was your comedy debut show, mm -hmm. what was your mix of, because you said that you write songs also. Mm -hmm. So how much of it was like stand up? How much was storytelling? How much was music? Like how, how did your show look? I did not start doing music until I bought my ukulele about a year after I had been doing comedy. So I, that was strictly jokes. And most of my routines uh, have always been right at an hour. So the first 50 minutes or so are just pure hilarity. Uh, and not, right now, I usually include two or three songs in my routine. And then um, the last few minutes are just pointing audiences to Jesus and sharing the gospel. And that can be through testimony or um, I don't really do Bible teaching at my shows. Sometimes I'm booked to to do a comedy show like for a weekend conference and have several, you know, sessions. So maybe a comedy show and then a testimony for another session and a lesson in another session, you know, like that. Mm. Wow, now, so Peppy, cool. you, you've been on a journey the last few years. We were just talking a little bit ago. You've been on, you know, had a lot of life happen, which happens to a lot of comedians um, yeah. and can happen in a way that makes you not feel funny, right? That makes you feel like that little piece of you is put on the shelf for a little bit. Um, do you mind us asking or talking about that part of your journey sure. and where you are right now in, in your comedy career? Sure. Um, 
Are you going to ask or do you want me to just? <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know all the details. I know that you've had you've had a lot of family and a lot of life happen, and so just just hearing. Yeah. I think what I think the reason why I'm asking is because a lot of times comedians they we find this thing that God called us into. We're doing it, and then suddenly it's interrupted. And it yeah. can be very disheartening or frustrating or feeling sidelined. And I wondered, you know, as that journey and how you're, how you have, um, you know, maybe leaned into God during this right. time. Right. Okay. So seven years ago, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and uh, to watch someone suffer through that and to, you know, over that amount of time to just lose who they are and your memories are who you are, you know, mm -hmm. without your memories, you're just the shell of a, of a person, you know, but still very valuable in God's sight. But um, anyway, so we watched mama suffer through that. My sister and her husband were her main caregivers, but I was always available anytime they needed me or she needed a break or I bring mama to my house uh, for a few days or weeks. But anyway, um, so mama passed away last summer, had some other things going on in my family that were very heavy. And so I just decided to take an additional six months off and hit it hard and heavy January 1st. I knew I was going to hit it hard and heavy. Well, uh, December 26th, I was diagnosed with pneumonia and January 3rd in the hospital uh, with a, a collapsed lung. And so I had emergency surgery in the ER and then three days later, surgery again. And my lung just continues to collapse and reinflate. Uh, but right now it's not completely reinflated. The doctor doesn't know if it ever will be, which just causes me to have even less brain function than I had before. Cause damn, I ain't got all the oxygen I need going to my brain. You know? <laughs> anyway, that saga of me trying to recuperate and, and um, uh, lasted a good four months, you know, where I just didn't feel like I had the energy to even speak for very long. And so I've just really got started getting back on stage and, booking again. So it almost feels like I'm starting back over at ground zero, you know, mm. not quite ground zero because I do already have my website. I do already have a following. And right. And, right. But as far as booking, when you book something, you don't get that event for the next week. It's going to be several months out a lot of times, you know, so it's like, I'm not getting any, any events I've, I've had in the last uh, two months. I think I've had five or six events, but uh, it's just getting that, that, wheel turning again, you know, and then the trickle down effect that comes from those events, you know, uh, so all of that was, like you said, put on the shelf. Uh, but that's one thing about being a Christian comedian, when you know God has called you. Yeah, that, those things do not, um, they don't frighten me, they don't cause me to lose faith, they don't cause me to panic. Yeah, when I when, when the event I wanted so bad doesn't get booked or doesn't come through, uh, I don't panic about anything pertaining to this ministry because my prayer is always for the Lord to get the glory. And I know that he is my power and he can unplug me at any time. Yeah. And until then, I'm going to be his speaker, his amplifier, you know, so he can speak through me. Um, but 
to him be the glory. And it, it, there's so much relief in knowing, yes, it depends on me to be faithful and to, mm -hmm. to obey, but he's the one who filters everything that comes to me through his loving hands. Yeah. And so I don't have to worry. I've lived most of my adult life in bondage to fear mm. and depression. And the Lord freed me from that. He mm. freed me. I have not taken a pill for it. He absolutely, it was a miracle. He freed me. And it was because of the promises in his word that I took to heart that I had memorized as a child <laughs> that mm. the Holy Spirit brought back to my mind and just made me fully aware of what they truly mean. Yeah. And the Lord did that in my life. I do not live in fear like I did in the past. I am free. And yeah. so I, it doesn't cause me to panic when the storms of life come or when things don't go like I kind of planned that they would. You know, it's if the Lord wills, it will happen. So mm. I trust open the doors he wants me to walk through. And Michelle, I had told you a little story and you said I need to tell it. You know which one I'm talking about? No. <laughs> of course you doesn't. <laughs> but that's the good thing with Michelle. Everything is a surprise. So <laughs> surprise her with this story. <laughs> it was so funny. She said, you got to tell it. So uh, this was just a few months ago. And uh, after not having events for such a long time, my funds were really getting depleted to pour back into this ministry, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I, I said, Lord, I just truly believe I'm not supposed to invest anything else in promoting myself other than my website and gig salad, because you have to have a website or people aren't going to think you're, you know, right. uh, serious, <laughs> medium, a professional. And then uh, gig salad has really been good to me. Uh, and so I was going to keep those two things and let the Lord handle everything else. And I had prayed, Lord, you open the doors you want me to go through and I'm going to be obedient and only put my money into these two things. And the next morning I had a call from a lady who said, my husband heard you on the radio and said, I should book you for our event. And she okay. told me what, <laughs> she told me what city she was in. And I'm thinking, I haven't had any, commercials on the radio in that city and the, I haven't had a commercial on the radio in like seven months and that was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee and this was nowhere near Tennessee mm -hmm. and uh, so I said well can you ask your husband what station he heard that on and she said I'll ask him so anyway next time we talked and booked that event by the way and next time we talked I said you know I forgot uh, to ask you again if you ever heard from your husband. She said, oh yeah, he said that it wasn't you. It was a commercial for Shonda Pierce. But <laughs> he couldn't remember her name. And so whenever we were looking on the uh, on the internet for a Christian comedian, a female comedian, and we saw your uh, video, he said, that's her. That's her voice. That's her. <laughs> 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 so, you know, God opens doors even if Shonda is the one that pays for them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Shonda. She's always helping other female Christian comedians out, even when she doesn't she, know it. She parts the way and finances them too, you know. Oh, she's a saint. Oh, Shonda Pierce. She's, that's awesome. Well, I, I, I'm i now getting um, people mistaking me for Leanne Morgan. Oh, yeah. I know, that. Yes, but because of my height, my hairstyle, oh, I don't wear... Shonda. 
Okay, <laughs> Christy Condor, which we kind of live for that, Christy and I do. Well, I and if you see our last episode of Laugh Support, I now get mistaken for Rhonda Corey when I'm wearing a Rhonda Corey wig around town. So that's <laughs> Michelle can't handle it. Can't handle it. Yes. It's fantastic. It today. It's fantastic. It's oh. fantastic. Well, you know, I think a lot of times, I mean, we could, we interview clean, it's clean comedy. Our podcast is clean comedy. It's not necessarily billed as a Christian comedy podcast, but most of our friends are Christians. Um, but I think clean comedian or Christian comedian, a lot of times uh, comedians live or die by the gig. They find their value in the number of events that are on the calendar. Um, when you said, you know, I only had like five events or whatever there's, you know, for some that's people, more than my whole year, just gonna yeah, put that out there, right, Peppy. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it sounds like that God allowed you to grow. You went from having head knowledge as a child of his word to heart knowledge yeah. as an adult of his word and an understanding that life is going to happen. Uh, that he doesn't leave you or forsake you and that your value is not by the number of gigs that are on your calendar. Right. Is that a good assessment of, of what yes. you shared with us? Yes. Spot on. Which I'm glad it's not because I, you know, my one gig for July is, uh, wouldn't have kept me forward. <laughs> and that's just an open mic. So, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Well, Peppy, let me, let me ask you this. So along your, along your journey, um, we always like to ask people if there's something someone has said to you, like what you said to me about my husband and honoring him with comedy. Is there a piece of information or a, a nugget of knowledge that you've carried along throughout this journey that might be helpful to our, our listeners in comedy or in life? I'm going to say, don't perform outdoors. That's the only one I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen it wreck the funniest of people, and I just will not do it. And But yet I've seen other people who do great at it, you know, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I truly, you know, if I really felt impressed of the Holy Spirit, that's what I was supposed to do. I would do it, but uh, right. trust him to handle the distractions. But um, yeah, that would have to be the number one. I think is don't perform outdoors. Okay. <laughs> so recently, I had an interesting gig, and, Pe and Peppy showed up in an interesting way. Um, she spied on me, Michelle. She spied on me when I was in Alabama. It was very, it was very unnerving. Uh, mm -hmm. have, have you ever been out like, you, you event and then suddenly Peppy just sends pictures of you while you're on stage and, and you wow. don't know who's there or. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I have to tell you, so we, I don't think we ever did a recap of the gig that I did in Alabama because it was very interesting. Um, I will say this much about it. I uh, did a morning thing, um, speaking at a prayer breakfast, and they asked that I come back in the evening and do just straight comedy for everybody. And um, you know how you give the list of like indoor, like you just said, the nobody's eating, nobody, you know, none of that stuff. This is how it needs to be. Lights down, cleared stage, yada, yada. Um so Peppy had a friend who was part of this organization who, who was there for whatever conference they were having. Beautiful, lovely, sweet person who saw me full on bomb 
<laughs> at the evening event. This sounds like nuts. <laughs> yes, it was nuts. We'll just say that. It was just totally nuts. So, um, so what happened was, you know, the list of things that you say, this is what we need, just went out the window about two minutes before I was to begin. Um, there was a podium in front of me the whole time. Uh, they moved the open bar and the hot wings and everything just inside the room um, because it was too windy outside. It's like all of this activity is going on. Nobody listened to me for 30 minutes. No one listened to anything like five minutes. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. The, the lady who booked me was just kind of sitting there like she was in trouble. And um, <laughs> there was no getting their attention. They were there was deals going on in the back of the room. They were drinking. They were on the phone, you know, all this stuff. But your friend and like three women at her table and one other table to the right had a few people and they were trying really hard to listen. And I finally was just like, I see you over there. I see you. Yeah, it's just us. Thanks for watching my work here. Like, I didn't completely came out of what I was doing. It was just like, well, whatever. And used to, I would have come off of that stage and like back to my hotel room. I would have just been out of there. Like, forget about it. But I'm like, there's free hot wings in the room now. I might as well eat something, right? But I spent some time talking to your friend and several other people who just kind of came out and, and was chatting with me. And it ended up being a great experience. And I think sometimes even the, the worst gig can turn out to be like, a really great thing because that morning when I got to do the prayer breakfast and it was quiet in the room and people could actually hear me speak and all of that um, before the evening thing happened, which I think God was just preparing me. He was like, girl, this is about to go sideways real fast. So listen, this couple came up to me and they said, you know, what you shared this morning, my husband and I went back to the hotel room and we were shook because it's something both of us have been dealing with and trying to figure out what our next move is in life and all of that. And we both came back to the room and just spent time praying and talking to each other because of what I shared that morning. So sometimes I think the horrible outdoor gigs, the stuff that feels like, you know, whatever. I, I can't imagine what your friend said to you later because I was like, oh yeah, Peppy, you know, Peppy's the one who encouraged me to do comedy. And then it was, wah, wah. <laughs> so, you know, I, Peppy. Yeah, she might have called you and been like, don't you tell anyone ever again to do comedy, Peppy. <laughs> but you sent me pictures, Peppy. Her friend was like, do you know this woman? And then suddenly Peppy sends me pictures of myself. And I was like, are you here? Because <laughs> I've never met, I've never met you. Oh, you were on stage. You were on stage looking at your phone, getting pictures. <laughs> no, no, not during that moment. But Peppy actually was, she, I was like, how are you here in the space? Because we've never physically like met each other. But it doesn't matter, does it? When when God calls you to reach out to somebody, I really hope that people um, understand despite that nuts gig that I did, crazy gig, um, that that when he calls you to reach out to someone, that you should, because you really, the phone call you gave me was a huge game changer. Wow. And as I said, uh, we've had a few people on the podcast, and I'm sure you'll hear them throughout if you continue to listen and you haven't given up on us. Um, <laughs> your name has been mentioned by several people the same way so many people have said Michelle was one of the first people to say hello to them I don't remember any of them yeah yeah <laughs> she doesn't remember. 
But we've I had so many guests that. say Michelle was their life support from the beginning. And wow. so Michelle and I both just want to thank you for being an encourager, for being life support, for being someone who gave Michelle an opportunity to have a clip that was international on the radio and for following the Holy Spirit and reaching out and talking to people whenever he tells you to, even when it's some weird, crazy girl from Kentucky saying, Jesus said I'm funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we thank you for that. What about it, Michelle? What do you think about Peppy? Uh, well, one, I think Peppy is hilarious. And uh, I already said this earlier. She's just naturally funny and she just exudes joy and love. And yes, I can see why people um, compare you to Shonda Pierce because you look alike. You know, you both have that blonde hair, uh, same kind of demeanor and uh, the talent, you know, your mm -hmm. vocal range and your voice. It's, it's all the same package. So I get, I get why yeah. people compare you to like that. I have never been compared to anybody like that. So um, I'm just down here, just being the greeter. Hey, <laughs> No, uh, you are uncomparable, <laughs> Michelle. No one can compare that's right. to Michelle. That's right. You're on a whole other level. I, I would love at some point to be compared to uh, a Christy Condor or uh, a Shonda Pierce or, you know, someone blonde and beautiful, whatever. Um, Please understand when people are comparing me to Shonda, it's not her talent because she is so far above. <laughs> but it, it's just because our jokes are similar in that we're both preacher's kids, you know, mm -hmm. uh, both raised in the South. And so, of course, our, our accent. And so I can't tell you the number of times that people have thought I was Shonda. They'll come up to me after they've heard me do my whole bit, my whole hour-long <laughs> show, yes. and come up and say, I saw you in, in Nashville at such and such a, a conference i'm like knowing it wasn't me it was shauna i'm like well, thank you so much <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah i guess i will never be confused with a southerner or um no but seriously when i'm in you am i back i got yep yeah, you're back in it yeah. okay yeah when i first started doing comedy uh, did y'all hear anything i said just then then just then then <laughs> And did it not go through? Not yet. Try again. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> you said when I first started comedy, and then you froze like this. Oh, <laughs> like a squirrel. Oh, yeah. And I said, June, you may not know this because I don't know at what point I quit using the stage name Just Peppy. I was just mm -hmm. Peppy when I first started. And that's, that's why nice. because people kept thinking I was trying to be Shonda. And although I love her to pieces and she's the most hilarious female comedian there is, I didn't want people to think I was trying to be her because I was not. I was I was just peppy. I was trying to be myself. This is just who I am, you know. Yeah. And so I don't even have that stage name, just peppy, because I want people to know I'm peppy. <laughs> but it, that just got so confusing because when you try to tell somebody your website, justpeppy.com, they always go, well, that's what I put in there, peppy.com. So no, mm -hmm. it's just Peppy. I did. That's all I put in it, Peppy. You know. <laughs> so now I'm just Peppy. Well, there I go again. <laughs> I'm only Peppy, not onlypeppy.com. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me tell them your website, Peppy, before you get them more confused. Oh my goodness! Okay, for our listeners who can't see it written down, you can find Peppy at 
at Funny Peppy on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Now, Peppy is spelled P-E-P-P-I. Her website is ComedianPeppy.com. What is her website? ComedianPeppy.com. So you guys definitely reach out, check out Peppy's website. Um, She is in Alabama, but I have a feeling like most comedians, she will go where you need her. So reach out to Peppy, follow her on Facebook, follow her on Instagram and YouTube. And and you're going to find out just how amazing she is. Peppy, we are like I said, just honored and blessed that you agreed to come hang out with us today. Privilege. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, is there, was there anything that you wanted to uh, talk about upcoming dates or are we good to rock and roll? We're good. (laughs) We're good. good. So, so check her out, check out Peppy on her website. All right, y'all. And you can thank her or tell her, you know, how you really feel about me doing comedy because she's not (laughs) the ones that started at all. All right, Peppy, Michelle, Michelle, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can, uh, if you want to comment about that, you can send it to thelaughsup at gmail.com. You can email us and uh, tell us all the lovely feedback that you want to send us and or ideas for our next show. Okay, what were you saying, June? That's right, that's right. All right, well, Michelle is going to kick you to the back for just a minute. Peppy, don't leave us because we want to give you a proper goodbye after the show. And we're going to close this thing out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Michelle, I, I've still yet to see Peppy in real life to hug her. Um, God might not let me get too close to her. You know, she may have a restraining order. I've been like stalking her. She's for so a great long. hugger. You're gonna love her. You're gonna love her when you one of these you days. Mm-hmm. And Alabama's it's not too far for me to drive. So it's not. Right. And I think I think we should do a laugh support uh comedy show and we should do it in her area and have yeah. it would be the three of us. I think that'd be a great show. So hey, if you want to hear and and see that kind of a show, email us at the laughsup at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. And listen, guys, please uh, go on to Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Follow us, subscribe, like all the things that let us know that you're out there, that you're listening. Uh, Again, feel free to shoot us a message. Um, And, you know, if you're listening to us, you can always watch us on YouTube. And if you're watching us on YouTube, we are on all major podcast platforms. So you can take us on the road with you, too. So so that's going to be it for this amazing bat wing infested uh, <laughs> episode of the laugh support podcast as always i close out with jesus and junebug loves you and as always i apologize for what michelle is about to say go ahead michelle uh i want to say um um <clears throat> what did the pig say on a very hot summer day pig on a hot <laughs> I don't know. What did the pig say on a hot summer day? I'm baking out here. You guys, thanks for listening to another episode. See ya.